Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Today's topic is creative marketing to expand your practice. This past year and a half has been the true test for many practices as to their efficiency, organization, and marketing skills. Most survived, many survived well. Some are still working on it. So what is the biggest secret to flourishing and prospering against all odds? There are many, many vital parts to running a successful practice in the best of times, such as having the right team with the right attitude, the right equipment to deliver your services, excellent leadership skills, and so on. However, there is one aspect of running a practice that will cause it to shrink or expand, and that is effective marketing. The marketing gurus are telling us right now that we need to increase our marketing efforts by at least 30% from what we were doing pre-COVID-19. If you don't, many find that your service is either still struggling to get the numbers back up to pre-COVID levels, or else could be stagnating or not growing, and you're not making up for the loss of income over the last couple of years. So follow this rule. Drive in more business than your office can waste. Practices that are doing well are the ones who were early adopters of the marketing message and have gotten busy increasing their efforts and sometimes in new and creative ways, which I think is totally fun to see what's coming out these days. These actions are not necessarily radical or mammoth, but rather big or small, they add up to enough promotion to equal 30% increase more than the usual and are expanding the practices. So here are some successful marketing ideas. There are literally hundreds of marketing ideas. I often tell people that if you got me on the topic of marketing, I could probably talk for two straight days without taking a breath, telling you all the marketing things our clients have done over the last 33 years. And a lot of those things are still valid as they were 30 years ago. So don't be surprised. However, there's a lot of really creative ways that you can do it now. And um, I just thought I'd go over some of them. None of them is huge or a quote unquote magic bullet, but it is a matter of the cumulative quantity of actions that you take. Obviously, number one is Google ads keep coming up the most when people ask me about marketing. So they have been proven to work for some practices. However, there are keys to their success. One, the ads must be correctly designed. Can't emphasize that enough. There are really bad designers out there who are really, really artistic, but really don't understand content at all and the importance of asking the right questions in the ad or you know, having the right call to action and that sort of thing, really bad. And it just wastes your money. The second one is that Google Ads have pay-per-click running and it must be in enough quantity for the correct public with the right message. And the third point is the staff taking the incoming calls must be able to actually convert the callers into new patients, 
one for one. You would think if they're calling in off the ad that it's a given. But I will tell you right now that there are companies that are making a lot of money doing secret shopper calls and finding out that your staff really are hardly ever closing anybody that call in off the ads. And there goes your money down the drain. This is a huge loss of income, actually. And in fact, studies have shown that staff regularly lose two to five shoppers every week and should, you know, some of them just should have become a patient. What can I say? Um, staff don't do this on purpose. <laughs> They're just not trained, so you can't hit them on this. It's just that they haven't ever actually had proper sales training. We do this in our sales workshop. We go over and over it because it's very, very important. So after Google Ads, the second point is Google Sweet Spot. I always bring this up because um, I once met with a Canadian marketing expert at thebestmedia.com and Rob was pointing out that only 30% of the people who go on Google actually look at the Google Ads. I know I'm one of them. I never look at them. I skip them because it's somebody advertising something. I don't know. It's a mental thing. And so I go to the next thing, which is the Google Map. And the Google Map has a bunch of dots on it. But there'll be like three or four teardrop red things. <laughs> and those ones, they will take those practices and put them under or beside the Google Map and give you a few vital details about them, such as how many five-star reviews they have or not, and you know their location and that sort of thing. And then you can click on that and go to their website if they have one. So, you know, it's very important to be one of those three to four practices that are featured under or beside the map because that is free advertising. And you got there because of all of your other online social media that you're doing that tells Google you're a pretty important person because they find you. So that is the sweet spot, the map section. You don't pay to be there. You just have to have truly exceptional search engine optimization done on your website, have a great website, appear on a lot of platforms where Google can find you and give you high ranking. And this is easier and cheaper than you may think. Along with your listing appearance there, your Google review stars appear and these can make or break the potential new patient's choice. If there are three practices listed, which there usually are, it may come down to which practice has the best reviews and the most number of reviews. So this is the coveted place to show up on a Google search. My third point is websites. About 80% of the websites on the internet are ineffective for one of the following reasons. A, the site looks too old and tired, which is very common, by the way. B, too many words and not enough pictures and graphics. C, missing key elements that will grab the attention of visitors. D, there's no call to action telling the visitor what to do, i.e. call your practice for an appointment. E, too big or too small a website. F, content is poorly written, which is normally the case. And G, the search engine optimization is poorly done. Oh, and I have another one, H. No blogs, no videos, and so on. 
a lot of websites are getting out of date because the new current technology calls for more pictures, less words. And uh, that just seems to be the way that um, pa you know, potential patients are going. Less talking, more looking at pictures. And websites are the portal or window to your practice. And I can't emphasize that enough because that is how almost everyone gets to know a little bit about you before calling your number. They want to see what your website looks like and what your Google reviews say. Therefore, lack of a truly well-designed and impactful website loses you substantial income. Okay, my fourth one is live testimonials. And um, these are easier to get than you think, you know, when your patients love you. And many of the healthcare professionals we deal with, their patients love them. And they want to tell the world about you and your practice. But it's hard for them to get around to every single person in the world. So they can do it through testimonials, whether it's on your Google reviews or whether it's um, writing you a testimonial that goes on your website. Um, in many provinces, you can post on social media their picture and written testimonial like in an Instagram or on Facebook and so on. Or a short video expressing their delight in the treatment you and your team gave them. I see these on websites all the time and they're really great. These can be shown in your practice on the walls, in frames, if they're written letters to you. You can obtain an online copy of a waiver from the patient saying that you have permission to publish their testimonial online. So if your province's college or association forbids this, well, then don't do it, but it's very rare nowadays. So um, your front window is my number five point. If you're on a ground floor location, you have another portal to your practice, and that is your front window. So many practices do not make effective use of this opportunity to attract new patients. Some have huge window screens with a pretty face on it that many patients do not relate to. How about instead having a great photo of the practice owner with um, maybe you could put underneath it or beside it. I'm Dr. So-and-so. And I would like to invite you to come into our practice and meet us. There's many variations on this that can personalize the practice instead of looking generic. Here's another marketing idea that is a little more sophisticated because um, it takes a little more work. But you have to consider what makes your practice unique. It's called a USP, a unique selling proposition. And all the branding comp companies are talking about this, that you need to survey your patients and ask them questions like, what do you like most about our practice? Or what would you tell your friends and family about our practice? Or how would you describe Dr. So-and-so to others? The staff, if they're doing the survey on the patient, must write down the answers very accurately and must not feed ideas to the patient. One of our client staff did this survey um, a long time ago, actually. We had him do this, and he did it on 100 patients during a two-week period and got a surprising answer that was very effectively used in future promo. It was a Greek practice, and a high percentage of the patients described the dentist as having 
it's a Greek word, but in English it means featherlight touch. So that went in a lot of his promo pieces and attracted more people and was a great marketing campaign. Another practice who did it found that patients loved that the dentist had soft, gentle hands. So that's another point. But do one for your own, like get your staff to do it, and it should be on a very large number of staff until you come to a very large percentage saying something very similar. It may be that your office decor is so stunning that everyone spreads the word about you. I have a client who has that in his practice. Perhaps it is an extra special service your practice provides, like concierge services, such as coffee, tea, perry water, sparkling water, a warm blanket, a place to charge your cell phone while you get treated, Beats by Dr. Dre, headphones, which apparently are very popular with the younger people. You know, have a look at what would they like. Oh, and you also want to get a wide choice of music that they can listen to, and so on. There are endless ideas in this arena. But you need to find out what your USP, your unique selling proposition is, and use it on all social platforms and marketing efforts. This will make your practice stand out. Okay, my number seven point is Facebook. Like, duh. Everybody has to have a Facebook. However, almost every doctor that I meet with and say, do you have a Facebook page? They go, I think so. My designer, I think they made one. You know, I don't think there's that much posted on it. Well, this is the problem. Most practices do not post enough on their Facebook pages to encourage constant patient interaction. You want them to go back and see things and refer their friends to your page because it has such interesting things on it. There's a lot of excellent messages and promotional material and photos and awards and games and prizes, pictures of your staff having, um, you know, cake and, and, and ice cream for their birthday at, at the lunch at the office. I mean, there's no shortage of ideas of what, what to put on Facebook. It's doing it with a little bit of elegance and a little bit of sophistication so it's not childlike. You put a... Um, I don't know, maybe I'm being old saying this, but a 19-year-old on Facebook can post some things that you have to like be aware that you don't want on yours. So, uh, you know, pay attention to what's going up there. Have an approval line where they can make something and show it to you and you can say yes or no. I do that with my staff. I have had some young people and I have to, you know, get them getting the idea of doing something a little more sophisticated. So. Here's another thing you can do on your Facebook, which is called a live Facebook video. You use your phone and you talk for about 10 or 15 minutes about something patients might be interested in. There's a lot of doctors who do this, actually. You can attract followers, and again, it's another way for Google to find you and increase your ranking. Now, on, um, on Facebook Live, you want to make it the ideal thing to do is always do it on Mondays at 12 o'clock or something so that you accumulate followers to listen what you're going to say this week on Monday at 12 o'clock and you promote it and you can send a reminder ahead of time and so on. There's a lot of things. You know what? If you look at YouTube videos, <coughs> YouTube videos and search for uh, live Facebook training, 
there's going to be something there. Actually, I'm going to do a YouTube video next week on it. We decided to show you the equipment that we use and how easy it is and so on because it's a very valuable tool to promote your practice. And don't forget that Facebook ads are just as valuable as Google ads and far, far cheaper. They just need to be well-designed and tested and sent to target audiences first. There are companies that do this for you, but you can also go on YouTube and learn how to do it or have a staff member who knows how to do it or goes online to learn how to do it. All right, so that's enough about Facebook. And then number eight, selfies. Now, this one I read on another consultant's uh, website hmm, maybe a year ago. And I was just browsing around through the internet and I found this. Who knew that selfies could be an exciting promotional action? For instance, making a 15 second maximum, 10 to 15 second selfie message that you text to a new patient that you're going to see the next day can make a wonderful impression. You can say something like, hi, Mrs. So-and-so, I'm Dr. So-and-so, and I just wanted to say hi, and that I'm very much looking forward to meeting you tomorrow and finding out how we can help you. See you then. Okay, I would have loved that as a new patient. Like, first I get to see you and hear you, and now I know I've made the right choice, and I feel welcomed. Okay, that's one use of a selfie. Here's another one. Instead of making that hurt list that you sometimes make at the end of the day to patients who had a little bit of a rough time today or hurt a little bit more than usual and you want to see that, make sure they know that you're thinking of them and that they can call you if they have a problem. So you and your assistant, for instance, could get together side by side and say, hi, Jane, this is Dr. So-and-so and Susie, and I just wanted to check in with you to make sure that you are doing fine now. If you have any questions or you need to reach me, my number is blah. There you go. 10 to 15 seconds, send it by text. So that's the end of my list for today. It isn't that it's the only list there is, but I thought that was enough. And that um, I just want to encourage you to be creative. There are hundreds and hundreds of marketing ideas out there. But these, if properly done, will give you a boost in your numbers of new patients walking into your practice. So go for it and let me know if you have success at it. And, you know, you can always give me a like on my podcast and you can always uh, forward it to friends and let them know about them. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.